Hi, and welcome to episode seven. Today, I'm going to talk about the pandemic and what I've accomplished. So what have you accomplished? I mean, you may have done a lot or you may think you've done nothing, but I think you might surprise yourself. So welcome to my podcast and that's my two cents. I'm Catherine Tereski and today, like I said, I'm going to get into the pandemic. I know you probably don't want to hear any more about it, but this is more about the benefits that I've taken away from it and specifically the time that I've had to spend on things that I'd been wanting to do for so long, but was having a hard time fitting them into my busy schedule pre-COVID. I think this is a really important thing that everybody should do just to reflect on it and to try and maybe help with any of those negative feelings you may have attached to it and maybe finding a different way to either release those feelings or maybe just shift your focus from the negative to the positive. So it's possibly time to enact some of those cognitive behavioral techniques that I talked about in my last podcast if you need to. So great opportunity for that if you're feeling down or just blah thanks to the past two years of this crazy pandemic. Now, if you didn't listen to that episode, be sure to go back and listen to it. Also, do me a really big favor and download my episodes to your device because not only does that mean you can listen to my pod anywhere, anytime without the need for Wi-Fi or using up any of your precious data, but apparently that's how I know how many people are actually listening. For whatever reason, it doesn't calculate listens, just downloads. It beats me, but hey, I, I don't know why it is what it is. I didn't create the podcasting rules. Now, don't hate me but for me the pandemic has actually had some real pros with all of the things that I've accomplished things that I've done and really when I went back to think about it I've actually accomplished a lot I wouldn't have realized how much I actually did had I not been feeling kind of down one day and just you know the constant changing restrictions and the roller coaster ride that we were all on was why I realized that I really needed to find the good in this so I decided to write down all the things that I had done and when I started writing them down I realized that holy crap I've actually done a lot and all these things needed this time to focus on so that I could actually do them. So I figured why not share a list of what I've done through this pandemic and encourage you to do the same. So here is my list of the major projects that I completed over the past two years of this pandemic. So the first thing that I did was right when I was sent home to work because of the pandemic hitting and I set up shop shall I say in the spare room in my basement. I I needed a space to work in. I had this tiny desk that was crammed in the spare room, just kind of in and around a whole bunch of stuff because that spare room became a bit of a dumping ground over the years. All the stuff that didn't really have a place was just kind of thrown in there. So I decided that it was really affecting how I was working. So I couldn't work effectively in that mess. So I decided to empty out that entire room, which resulted in me patching because uh, I found all the scuffs once I did that. I decided to paint because once I patched, you could see all the spots. And then I decided, you know what, I needed to bring in some new kind of pictures or art or whatever for the wall. So I did that too. And I turned that room into a little office for myself, which was a big job, but was totally necessary because it was way easier to work in an actual office environment instead of just kind of plunked in a space amongst everything else. So since that room was looking so much better, I had a really hard time looking at the basement rec room when I'd enter and exit my new office space because I realized that the entire basement needed a 
bit of a facelift. So as I started thinking about what I wanted to do down here, I remembered that I had purchased this wallpaper like a year before that I thought I would use as kind of like a feature wall in the rec room at some point, but I never got around to doing it. So I dug it out of the utility room where it had been just like sitting there collecting dust and figured, hey, now's a great time to do this. So that's exactly what I did with my son's help. Thankfully, he helped me out with this one. I was worried it wouldn't look very good, but since we were in a lockdown, I thought, well, if it doesn't look good, no one will see it and I'll have time to take it down and do something else. But it actually turned out really good. So another thing done that I had bought the supplies, you know, a year or so before and finally got around to doing it. Now the snowball effect is definitely starting to happen, as you can see. Now that that feature wall looked really, really nice, the rest of the walls in the basement looked worse as a result. So of course, you can guess what my next accomplishment probably was. I started patching and painting the entire basement area, the whole rec room. So I've been thinking about doing that for years, but of course the sheer size of that project overwhelmed me, so I never did it. But in lockdown again, with nothing else to do, I decided, well, time to tackle that project too. And I'm not going to lie, but there was a time, I was probably about three quarters of the way done, and I honestly wanted to cry because I realized I had started this massive project and it was taking so long. I almost felt like I was never going to complete it. So I had to just stop, regroup, think differently and push through it and finish it. And I did. And it was a really awesome feeling after tackling that monster of a project that I've wanted to do for so long. And that brings me to the next thing because this snowball just kept on rolling because I could see a bit of the paint color on the wall from the basement where the stairs come down to the basement. So I figured now I need to paint that area a new color too because the color palette was now completely off. And so it began painting and the patching of the walls leading into the basement. And those walls actually are part of the entranceway. So the entranceway had to be painted and the entranceway was open to the living room. So then I had to paint the living room. Oh, which the walls in the hallway were visible from. So now I needed to paint the hallway as well. And well, all of that required three coats because I was covering some dark colors in the living room. Like I had one of the walls was like a navy, a really, really dark color. And the new color that I had picked was like this off white. Again, gigantic project. Felt overwhelmed when I was almost done, but you know, there was light at the end of the tunnel. So I just pushed through again. And while doing that, I decided to patch the small part on the wall that leads into the kitchen because I thought I had some leftover paint for that so I thought I'll just patch that one little spot grab that leftover paint paint that spot done super easy but the paint that I thought I had that matched the kitchen was not quite right I guess the bathroom in the upstairs was painted a very similar color but not quite the same so I had to therefore paint that entire kitchen wall as well so that was disappointing but one last wall so I just did it and because I did that whole wall and the color was so close, I did not have to continue on with the rest of the kitchen, thankfully. At this point, I don't even think I can call it a snowball anymore because it's just become this big giant boulder because the furniture in my living room no longer went well with the new paint. I felt that I needed to replace that furniture, which I had wanted to do for quite some time anyhow. So again, this was just the push to do it. I'm gonna stress that I had to buy new furniture. I didn't have to, but hey, again, like I said, another project 
project I'd wanted to do or a thing I wanted to do that I just never had time to focus on. With the restrictions, I actually had to do this online, which I was really worried about because I thought I'm not gonna like this furniture. How am I gonna know if I like this furniture? But I spent a lot of time looking, making sure that it was a color that I thought I would like and also focusing on the dimensions because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't buying super bulky stuff that may have looked like it wasn't bulky in the photos online because I was dealing with a small space. So it actually worked out really well. I really liked the furniture. The price was right. It was perfect. Now another major project I tackled was refinishing my kitchen table. I had purchased this table used uh, years ago and it's really good quality. So I didn't want to get rid of it even though it was starting to look really bad. So I thought I would watch some YouTube videos and figure out how to refinish furniture. That's exactly what I did. I was really scared to do this one. Really scared to do this project. Like I was scared to even start it. I was so worried that I was just going to completely ruin the table. So again, changed my way of thinking about it and decided that, you know what, it might work out instead of thinking that it might not work out. And then I just told myself that if I did ruin it, I could just get a new table and chairs. I mean, it's just a materialistic thing. Or if I did ruin it, I could just cover it with a tablecloth or something like that. So again, changing how I thought about it and figured that, you know, it's not the end of the world if I ruined it. So I went for it. And guess what? It actually turned out really good as well. But I did a lot of research. I watched a lot of videos, made sure I had all of the stuff that I needed. And then I tackled it. I wouldn't recommend just like deciding to do it and then just thinking you know how to do it. I would definitely watch some videos and get some useful tips and see what other people had success with and kind of what failed for them so that you don't repeat those mistakes. But I'm kind of still in awe that I did it and that I actually went for it. But now when I'm clearing the dinner table, I get to admire my good work. So don't get me wrong. It's not perfect, but it is way better than it was. No one notices the flaws in it. Only I do. So it's all good. Now I'm going to talk about my deck. Oh my gosh, I had painted the floorboards of my deck a couple years ago prior to the pandemic and I used that really thick solid stain that says it's for like old dry wood because my deck was over 20 years old and what a mistake that was because that stuff started to flake off and when it flaked off it would come off in these gigantic chunks and then by the very next summer it was looking awful um, and then also you track these pieces of and flakes of the stain into the house off of your feet or your shoes as you're coming in off the deck into the kitchen so it was like so annoying I was constantly cleaning up pieces of stain throughout my house but the thought of that project and how I was going to get that stain off the deck and I don't have a little deck it's like a three level deck it was actually kind of making me sick but I knew I had to do it I knew it had to be done so I started on that project too and it was back breaking work I actually started by renting a floor sander to try and get the bulk of the stain off but it didn't work that well because the boards on this deck had warped over time and they were uneven there was like gaps from the whole deck shifting so the belts on that sander would snag and get ripped right off the sander especially when it would catch any kind of deck screw or anything like that even though I went through the deck and made sure that all of the screws were kind of countersunk it still didn't matter so I ended up returning that and then buying this thing called a paint eater so it's a hand tool 
with these like discs that you can buy to remove stain and paint. So it's kind of like a hand grinder with these five inch discs and it actually worked really well. The biggest problem was I was hunched over on my hands and knees doing this board by board on all three levels, including the stairs. So this took weeks, but man, did it do a good job. It really took that paint off, um, really smoothed out the deck down to where it took such a layer off that it seemed like it was all like exposing new wood kind of. I don't know if that makes any sense, but hey, that's kind of how I can best describe it, I guess. But this took weeks of backbreaking work. Then I went out and bought what everybody is telling me was the best stain on the market for decks. So I used that and it looked really, really good. The true test is going to be though, how it stands up to this winter. Every other stain I've ever tried, whether it was that thick stain or a semi-transparent stain or whatever I used the years before, it all still would start peeling the very next year, which made me end up having to restain the deck like every year or at least a portion of it. And this old broad can't keep doing that, I'm just saying. But what I can say is so far, with all the shoveling I've been doing, because we have got a crazy amount of snow this year, the stain along where I've shoveled this tiny path for the dog looks like it's really holding up well. And if I recall correctly, when I was shoveling before, it would already be showing kind of signs that this stain is going to be a mess as soon as all of the snow melted and uh, the next summer rolled around. However, this summer is definitely going to determine whether or not that stain is actually the best. I will definitely make sure I update everybody on this podcast if that is the case and it is the best and it has held up to this weather then I will share the name, um, the brand, the kind. I will share all that with you. Now obviously you have developed probably an opinion here that I am the worst when it comes to snowballing things when I start projects because of course I could not put my old patio furniture and my old tiny barbecue on this nice deck that I just killed myself to do. So I literally had to buy... And again, I say had to buy new furniture and a new barbecue to put on this deck that looked practically new. Um, And again, I want to say this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. My stuff was fairly old and it was just time to get new stuff. The timing was right to do it now because my nephew and his girlfriend had bought a house. So I told them that if they wanted my old barbecue and patio furniture, if they didn't have any, then to feel free and just come and get it. And they did exactly that. So bonus. Old stuff is out. New stuff was coming in another major accomplishment and just so you know I am not wealthy so it's not expensive stuff that I bought but it is new nonetheless and so for me that's all that mattered and speaking of not being wealthy I really probably would have rather had somebody come out rip out the old deck and put an entire new deck in that wasn't gonna happen unless of course I won the lottery because I think everybody knows what happened with the price of lumber during the pandemic so that was definitely out and no I didn't win the lottery so that was really out of the picture. Now let's talk about how I wanted to start a podcast as well. I mean, I know that was one of my New Year's resolutions, but I had been thinking about it prior to the new year. The new year was just kind of my push to say, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to start it and I'm going to start it in January. But this was something that I had thought of and hey, finally did because here you are listening to it right now. And not only did I start a podcast, but I also wrote a movie script. So I had started this project, I think about five years ago or more, and wasn't really sure how to go about completing it. And 
wasn't really sure what I exactly wanted it to be because I didn't have a lot of spare time to sit down and focus on it. And being a single mom takes up so much time just with your regular day-to-day things. But the second we were put into that first lockdown, I knew that this was my chance to actually hunker down, decide what I wanted to do and complete it. So that's what I did. Now I just need a production company to either buy it or something. I don't know. But anyhow, another thing that I had been wanting to do or, you know, turn into something, I should say. And yeah, and that's done. And yes, as I said earlier, you're probably thinking I have a problem with the snowballing effect. And you are right. I definitely have a problem. But I feel great about all of this stuff. So what the hell? Not a bad problem to have in the grand scheme of things, right? That's the major shit I did. And I'm not here to brag about how much I've accomplished. Maybe a little bit, but I'm just I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. I my point is I didn't realize how much I did until I decided to sit down and actually jot it down. Please don't think that you have to do big gigantic things like I did to know that you've actually accomplished things over the past two years because it could be small things that are all going to really add up and help you to realize that the past two years were not wasted. Like maybe you did things like you cleaned out a closet or maybe two. I mean that's something for sure because closets are the easiest things to ignore and avoid doing because well like out of sight out of mind right or maybe you just didn't go to the extent that I did with painting and patching and all that other stuff but maybe you just rearranged furniture in one room in your home or more rooms in your home I don't know but something like that that you know you had time to do or maybe you just walk the dog more I mean that's something too you got out more and so did your dog so like win-win on that one or did you start to learn another language maybe I did I started learning French using one of those apps I certainly can't speak French yet but I do have a better understanding of it so that's something that I actually still do a little bit every day another thing is maybe you tried new recipes like that's something fun and totally awesome when we were only allowed to have a bubble house where we could visit there and they could come over here we did that so we made Saturdays kind of our night to get together with our bubble family I'm doing air quotes right where we tried all kinds of different foods Corey took us on a tour of the world with his culinary experimentations shall I call it like it was so awesome stuff that we probably never would have tried and even though we're no longer restricted to visiting only with one other other household we actually still get together for dinners on most Saturdays just to keep that going speaking of recipes maybe you started ordering from one of those meal kit places and maybe you tried new things that way did you binge watch a show on Netflix maybe it's something that you'd been meaning to watch but never had the time so you were able to do that or maybe you started journaling or maybe you researched your ancestry maybe you organized photos like either actual photos or maybe your digital photos this is another thing that I started as well uh, just going through all the photos um, you know getting some new photo albums labeling them kind of organizing them per year I had a lot of stuff that was kind of just all over the place in in random albums I'm still working on that one too but I have made a lot of progress on it or maybe you just tried something completely new like skiing or snowshoeing maybe skating um well you can tell I'm in Canada so how about things like maybe golfing or hiking or maybe just hiking a different trail or maybe biking on some trails that sort of thing maybe you wanted to find a new job for a while and now you found the time to actually sit down and search for them and now you had time to update and really tweak and refresh your resume I mean those are accomplishments or maybe you actually even started a new job like that's exciting and a major accomplishment too how about reading a particular book or series of books that you've been wanting to but never had the time or maybe you took an online course I don't know or 
Did you get a dog because you had time? I mean, apparently getting a pandemic dog was very popular or an animal of any kind. We ended up with a gecko, but don't get me started on that one. Um, did you like invest some extra money that you had? If you had any, of course. I know many people were affected negatively financially, but if you weren't, maybe you had a bit of extra cash that you could put away since you were now maybe saving some money on gas or parking, etc. because you were now working from home. Did you do some crafts? Maybe you did some scrapbooking that you had put aside. Maybe you learned to knit or crochet. I bought everything I needed to learn to crochet, but that's something that I still have not started. It's still sitting in a basket, but that's okay. I'll get to it one day. Maybe you made a donation to charity. That's like something not only to be proud of, but uh, you know, giving back is just a great feeling too. And keep in mind that if you cleaned out that closet I mentioned earlier, and maybe you took a load of stuff to like diabetes or Salvation Army, that's a donation and that's something. So write that down too. Like maybe you played some more board games with your family that you haven't done in a long time. I know we did. Or maybe you tackled like a 10,000 piece puzzle. I don't know. I don't do puzzles, but I know that I've seen some crazy gigantic puzzles with teeny tiny pieces that people can do. And um, I'm thinking like that would require a lot of time and a lot of focus. Maybe that's something that you've been wanting to do and found the time to do it. Or maybe you did things for others. Not even, it doesn't have to be just about yourself. So like maybe you cut your neighbor's lawn or maybe you shoveled for them. Again, here in Canada, lots of snow, lots of shoveling to be done or if you have a snowblower maybe you took your snowblower over to a neighbor's house and helped them out that's all awesome stuff maybe you cleaned out your shed or your garage maybe you built a dog house maybe that dog house is for your dog or your husband if you have one of course <laughs> Who knows, but whatever, maybe you built a doghouse. Maybe you got a pool. I know lots of people seem to have gotten pools. At least I heard anyways that there was supply issues. So I'm not sure if that supply issue was because so many people bought pools as a result of the pandemic because they were spending more time at home and in their yard or if it was a result of like a supply chain issue, which we all know has been an issue through this pandemic. But hey, maybe you got one or maybe you got a hot tub. Maybe you went camping. I mean, maybe you wanted to do that, but hadn't bothered. And then thanks to travel restrictions, you decided to go camping and, and checked out some uh, places near your home and did some traveling like close to home, right? Things that you could do that didn't break public health restrictions. Or maybe you volunteered your time somewhere. Now this one, I don't, I had this jotted down as something you might've done, but maybe that's a tough one because of the restrictions. Maybe you did. I, I'm sure there was places that were needing volunteers during that time. Or maybe you volunteered your time somehow virtually even over the pandemic? Did you maybe plant a garden or put a fire pit in the backyard? Did you do any landscaping of any kind? Now I know I'm going on and on and on about a million different things, but I just really wanted to have a really extensive list of ideas to kind of help you along maybe, like to kind of get your brain thinking along some different lines because it may not be exactly what I said, but it might trigger something to remind you of what you did that might be along those lines. Just shows how many things you you may have accomplished thanks to all that time that you've had. And don't get me wrong, I know there's been some major impacts that, shall I say, are cons for sure that are a result of these past two years. And yes, they are major. But my point is that if you sit down and list what you've done during this unprecedented time, then you might shift your view on it and shift your thoughts from how shitty it's been to more positive thoughts about the time you've had with family or the time to get things done. Now, for me, it really let me be 
more creative, which has been a lot of fun and something that I've been wanting to do. I thought I'd also just kind of touch a little bit on a few other benefits from the pandemic as a whole, um, not just like specific to me or another person, but just kind of a global result of it. Something that's kind of a benefit is the reduction in pollution, the work-life balance that many of us have had as a result of being able to work from home, all that extra time we have at home if you had long commutes, that sort of thing. The shift to things like telemedicine. I mean, how convenient is that? Like that's something I know was always kind of available, but I don't know that people really truly knew or really utilized that as much. And the pandemic just kind of pushed people into that different way of accessing medical care or medical advice or accessing any kind of clinical services. There is also the fuel savings from not commuting to work every day. I think that may help with global warming. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Just thinking. So if you don't sit down and think hard and make that list, and I mean include everything you can think of, you might feel like the time was wasted. So make the list and you just might find that you actually have a sense of accomplishment and pride instead. So do it. Make the list. I know I'm nagging you, but that's okay. I'm sure you will be shocked at what you've actually done. No matter how small, include it. Include every little tiny thing and then the list will grow and it will really surprise you. And the added bonus about doing this is you'll have something to look back on or share with your great grandchildren when they start asking you what it was like to live through a global pandemic and what did you do because you know people are going to be asking you that and then you'll actually be able to say hey here's what I did and that's my two cents on that and the pandemic and making lists and making yourself feel accomplished from this past couple crazy years. So just a friendly reminder to hit the subscribe button and set up your notifications so you get the reminder when I post my next episode and remember to download them too, please and share them if you want. So join me next time where I'm going to be giving you my two cents on making mistakes and I know you've made them and so have I and we're all human so it's going to be relatable for sure. So tune in then. Bye.